Warning, the following podcast contains adult language and childish comedy. Listener discretion is advised. And now, please adjust your headphone volume to an unreasonable level and enjoy the most dynamic and electrifyingly entertaining podcast ever to conquer cyberspace. Hello, friends, and welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created, the amazing pop culture podcast starring Dags and Rez. Rez is on assignment, so I got a powerful replacement. And speaking of power, across this powerfully oaken desk is DZ. DZ, welcome, DZ. Hey, thanks for having me. DZ has bowled seven perfect games. Is that true? This is true. I mean, uh, Bowling's my life, and um, I mean, I've still got more to go, but uh, seven in a bag and four 800 series. Wow, powerful. So I brought DZ in because I want to talk about a couple different things. We checked out Marvel's series, animated series, What If? And we will talk about DZ's getting into Funko Pops. It's a new venture for me. So let's get into Funko Pops right now. Do it. Yeah, how did you get into it? So I got a buddy who um, collects Funko Pops, and, um, and one day I seen a, a Dragon Ball Z character on online and i said you know what i'm gonna get this from my buddy because he collects me likes him i'll grab one for him so i ordered it got to the house looked at it said oh man goku black looks pretty cool it's mine now and that's whoa how, <laughs> that's how the collection started so, so that was your first character that was my first character was a uh, goku black from dragon ball z and um that was probably like five and a half months ago and i have over 200 now wow so what was your next one? How, how did you, so you got the first one, you got it, you're going to get it for your buddy, right? Mm-hmm. And he said, no, this is too cool. Right. So the, they start, after that, they started coming, like, um, you just get online and see, oh, I like this one, or that one looks pretty cool. Or I would talk to him first and see where he orders this from and um, what he thinks might be worth some money and what he thinks is cool. So I'd, I'd listen to him and he'd tell me some stuff and I'd jump online and order them. And after that, it was just, just <laughs> getting to it and getting after it. So when you collect, what are you going for? Are you going for uh, like characters you like? You're trying to get a series. You're trying to get things that are worth money. I mean, what do you think about when you collect? Like any collector that collects things, a lot of your collection is um, things you like. May not be worth anything, but it's things you're interested in, things you like. So you go with those. And then on top of that, you go after the more sought after things. I usually get online and see what's, uh, what's jumping up in value. Or um, characters I think might be worth something. Like a lot of those Lilo and Stitch ones uh, jump up in price quick. A lot of the more rare, you know, any kind of like Marvel or cartoons or TV shows, anything at all that has any kind of sticker on it or um, it's different from. The, so the original ones come, they come like uh, just regular, nothing on them, no stickers, no exclusive. There's kind of just regular. You look for something that's like flocked, which is like textured, diamond encrusted, where, it's, you know, it's all shiny, um, exclusives, anything at all that is different from the regular. They have chase variants, which are. The exact same Funko, they're just different in like maybe different color or it's not have, doesn't have a mask on or uh, just different from the originals, a chase variant, and they're a lot more rare and worth more money. So which ones do you stay away from? Which ones don't really do much for you, even if they're worth money? Um, for me, I, stay, I just stay away from stuff I don't know much about. Um, there's a lot of like, uh, like Yu-Gi-Oh! or things like that that I don't know anything about, and I'd stay from those because I'm afraid to buy stuff that is going to just clog up my basement. 
So what is your the next one you're going to go for? Uh, first, what, what's in the line? <laughs> first of all, uh, no, no disrespect to the Yu-Gi-Oh fans out there. I just don't know anything about it. Uh, the next one for me is, um, actually, I just ordered a, a Splinter from Ninja Turtles, an autographed Funko Pop. I just got that in the mail like three days ago, which I, I have with me right now. I'll show you that later. The next one for me, uh, I've been looking at this Chester Cheetah glow-in-the-dark autographed um, Funko Pop. I'm considering that one right now. Chester Cheetah? Chester Cheetah. It's, uh, it's uh, glow-in-the-dark. It's, uh, it's got an autograph from the voice actor, and uh, that's kind of the next one I'm looking at. That's sweet. Yeah. So um, how many Spider-Man do you have? Because if you look at the, where we are now, I got my Spider-Man set up. All hung up around the... Yeah, yeah. they're all hanging up. <laughs> I have, um, I probably have like eight Spider-Man in my house right now, and I have, I have uh, seven or eight on pre-order. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So what are you looking forward to besides the next one? I mean, what, are, you, are you trying to finish up collections, or where, where are you going with? I am. I just I ordered a Jazz uh, Transformer. To complete my, my collection of those, um, it depends because I have a lot of Seinfeld ones. I have almost every Seinfeld uh, Funko Pop right now. Um, it just depends. If they're, if they're not going to be worth anything and, and I don't care to have the collection, I just get a couple of the ones that I, that are, that I appreciate and the rest of them I just, you know, if I do, I do. I don't, I don't. Who's your favorite in the Seinfeld collection? My favorite Funko is a, is a Kramer. He's in his underwear. <laughs> <laughs> it's from episode, of course. Um, that one, I have a couple of George Costanza's. A couple of Jerry Seinfelds, Elaine. I have the Soup Nazi, Kazim. Uh, I have Newman. Uh, that, that Kramer one's probably my favorite. That's awesome. Yeah. What is the, the Newman? How many variants? Is it like variants or what do they call it when they have different versions? They're, they're just, I mean, I guess you could say variants, but it's, it's usually just a different Funko Pop. Um, they're all numbered different. Um, I have, I've only seen one Newman. It's, it's the mailman. Oh, they just have the one. I've only seen the one. They may have more. I've only seen the one. Who's your favorite character on Seinfeld? The show itself, yes. my favorite character is has got to be Kramer, hands down. <laughs> <laughs> How many uh, versions of Kramer are there? Um, I have I have uh, one where he's in the episode where he's playing a cop. Uh, I have that one. I have the underwear one. Do they have one where he's the pimp? <laughs> <laughs> that that would be amazing, but I have, I have not seen that one yet. <laughs> the Technicolor Dreamcoat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Now, I only, have, I only have a, I think I only have like the two or maybe a third one. Um, like I said, I have so many Funko Pops now that I start, I've, I've ordered the same ones three or four times over, not knowing I have it already. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Absolutely. So have you got into like spreadsheets or do, are you into that or not? No, but uh, sort of. I actually have a, a little, a log I keep of what I ordered and what I paid for them so that I know if I go to sell one that I, I don't rip myself off. Have you ever taken one out of the box? Um, I've only taken, I have, I've taken like three five out of the box and two of those were because um i already have them and the other ones they, the box came just trash so i just took them out and displayed them that's crazy i was looking at the origin the guy that started it mike becker he wanted to find a coin bank for a uh, big boy you know the restaurant bob's big boy those if you get a hold of one of those and then he made his own wow. i think that's insane too and then it says it Uncle remained in business after licensing the rights to bobbleheads for Austin Powers. Are those valuable? I'm, I, you know, I gotta be honest. I've never even seen Austin Powers Funko Pop, um, but I've seen like a lot of them. Like they, they've, so I've got like, um, I've got every Ninja Turtle. I have Shredder, Splinter, a couple Splinters. I have, uh, I've got Secret of the Ooze ones on the way. So I have a lot of the the Ninja Turtle ones, and uh, and the ones I have right now aren't super valuable, um, even though I have like five autograph ones, but there's um, a different uh, variant of the Ninja Turtle itself that they're like metallic and they look 
um, way more cartoony and they're a lot rounder around the edges. If that makes sense. And if you have that set, those things are selling for almost three thousand dollars. Wow. Like that. Yeah. I was also looking here. It said the first couple of them were the Grinch, Tony the Tiger, and Cheerios. <laughs> the honeybee. You know, it's funny. I went to a, a little convention thing recently. It was like a small thing. And um, the guy had a Tony Tiger one there, and he was selling it for like 85 bucks. And um, his wasn't in the greatest shape, but um, they, they sell for a good amount as well. Did you grab the Tony the Tiger? I did not. Um, I don't want to get arrested for grabbing a Tony the Tiger. So. Oh. <laughs> Do you, do you think that's in the future grabbing like would you sell like ones that are not as valuable and like put them in a lot sell them and then enough to get what you want or would you always keep everything and just get a new one um anybody knows me knows that anything's for sale um wow but yeah really but uh i probably would there's there's something i have now that i um not that i regret buying but i have that i i don't necessarily need and so i would get rid of those to get something better for sure but uh Right now, I just I like having them. It's a good collection, so they're not going anywhere. So you're up to over two hundred. Over two, over two hundred in my house, and I have, I have at least twenty plus on pre order right now. Wow! And and as I was coming here today to do this, uh, FedEx dropped off two boxes that have at least six in them. They probably know you by name, right? Yeah, they come and shake my hand, have a little some tea, and they leave. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> So what's cool is with the Funko Pops, you had all these Marvel characters. Right. And I think that's probably a good segue into get into what we're going to be talking about today, the What If series by Marvel. Mm-hmm. So what this, what this is, is the Marvel comic book universe. What would happen if certain things happened? And what, what I remember about What If is the old comic book series where it was just taken like, what if Spider-Man killed, didn't kill Green Goblin, you know, whatever happened? What if the mm-hmm. Hulk lost his powers? So what made you watch this? The movies or? Uh, so what got me into it, um, I actually have a What If Funko Pop. I have T'Challa Star-Lord. And uh, I was talking to a buddy at work, and he's telling me about it. I was like, I knew nothing about What If. I didn't know it was a comic. I didn't know it was going to be a cartoon, a series anyway. So uh, when I seen it, I was like, you know, I got to check it out. I love Marvel. I love all that stuff. So I'll check it out. So that got me into it. So let's go over the different episodes. There was five episodes. Mm-hmm. So number one is What If Captain Carter were the first Avenger. Right. So what are your thoughts on that? So the, the premise was that Steve Rogers was the little skinny geek, mm. but they were going to ju- juice him up <laughs> with the sol- super soldier serum, but that something happens, and at the last minute, she jumps in and gets the injections. Yeah, if I remember correctly, he got like shot or something or whatever happened, and, um, and she took the place because she was able-bodied. And, um, I think it's really cool. They have a... It's a it's, Really interesting to see um, a different uh, person play the role of Captain America, and and usually when you see somebody step into a role that you're familiar with, you um you're really judgmental on how that's being portrayed. And it wasn't that for me. I, I, as soon as she got in there and came, I was like, oh, this is this is cool. And I wasn't even thinking about Steve Rogers or as Captain America. I only seen her because uh, she, they had it done so well. What did you think of the animation? I like the animation. I'll explain to somebody. It's not super cartoony. Um, I mean, it's almost like like a pastel painting at work. It's pretty cool. I like it. Yeah, it had it definitely had that forties vibe. Absolutely. I liked uh where they had the crazy inventor Howard Stark mm-hmm. and he reminded me of Howard Hughes. I think they were going for that. And I liked uh so the dark quality of it, it was kind of cool. It it definitely had the feeling of like forties. Yeah, and it also uh, it, it 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 seemed more like a movie and less like a cartoon, the way they shot it. It wasn't like it was, you know, everything's left to the imagination. They're actually um 
getting to work, say, on, on that cartoon. What did you think of the character Red Skull? I thought it was pretty cool. Um, it didn't really stand out a whole lot to me in that series so far. If, if he's going to come back later on, whatever the case is, um, I just, uh, it was all about Captain Carter in that episode for me. Um, I did like uh, how they had um, Steve Rogers with the, the Iron Man style suit on. I um, can't remember the name of it, but uh, that was pretty cool. The Hydra Stomper? Hydra Stomper, right. <laughs> well, it was cool because they gave him a shot, too. You know, you thought that, like you said, something happened to him, so he couldn't get the injection. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool how they brought him back. Yeah, they didn't completely wipe him out. Um, they stayed in there and just he just played a different role, and it's uh, really cool how they were able to do that. So if we had to rate it one out of five, what's your favorite thing? One out of five Funko Pops. What are you giving episode one of What If? What If? Uh, episode one. I would give I, I'd give it a five. I mean, like I said, it was five out of five. I, I would say wow. so. I mean, I may be giving be a little generous, but uh, like I, said, I really liked it, and it, it really sucked me into watching that episode. What did you think of uh, Steve Rogers? Uh, his cast of characters, you know, the dude with the derby and the mustache, and it was fun. I, I enjoyed the entire cast. Uh, they all, um, like I said, it wasn't like they were all fighting for attention in that show. Was, they had the star, uh, Captain Rogers, and the supporting cast, and it, it meshed well together. I liked it. It reminded me of a cool Spielberg movie. You know, it had the feel of a, of a Spielberg, George Lucas-type 80s movie, even though it was set in the 40s. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Raiders of Lost Ark kind of feel to it. Mm-hmm. The music, the, the animation. I dug it. Yeah, no, it was, it was really cool. Uh, even though she was Captain America, but she had like the, the, the British flag on the shield. Yeah, yeah Captain cool. Britain. Yeah, yeah, Captain Britain. <laughs> <laughs> so I, my rating is I will give it four out of five Funko oh. Pops. I don't know if it was perfect, five out of five, but I'm going with four. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. But I'm, I'm sticking with five. No, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. All right. Number two, what if T'Challa became a Star-Lord? Speaking of your powerful Funko Pops. Yeah, I, I like that episode a lot. Um, I, I think it was, a, for me, it was uh, probably a four out of five. I'd go with that Funko Pop rating. Why is that? Because that's one of your favorite characters, right? Uh, T'Challa is not necessarily my favorite character. I do, I do love um, uh, Black Panther anyway. Um, in the Marvel Universe is super cool, but uh, he's not my favorite character. Oh, I thought he was. No, I, I thought he was one of your top ones. Nope. He's one of my top Before ones. Before we get into it, okay. what are your top? Who's on your Mount Rushmore? My Mount Rushmore? Of Marvel superheroes. Um, I grew up completely in love with Spider-Man. He's my favorite Thank character. You. I actually have- Thank a, you. You, know, you. You feel me? I actually have um, a Venom tattoo on my arm because he's my favorite villain um, coming up. Like, so Spider-Man and Venom are our absolute favorite characters. Who else then? So we got Spider-Man's on there, Mount Rushmore. Um, not, no, no, not in some type of order at all. No, um, no, no, no. I'm just but, trying to, I'm trying to feel you out what right. your favorite dudes are. Um, my favorite dudes, I mean, uh, so we got Spider-Man. Uh, I do love Black Panther, especially after the movie he I do was something else. Here's the thing with Black Panther. What does he do really? I mean, you know so, what I mean? Like Spider-Man, you know, you, you know, his superpowers. You know, Iron Man's in the suit. He's got the blasters. But Black Panther always, to me, is, you know, I get it. His suit reflects back energy. But to me, he's not one of my favorite because he's not, he just seems like a supporting dude. Like, I don't see him as a star comic book character. Like, Spider-Man, to me, that's a comic book. But Black Panther, he seems like like a sidekick or a character or someone that would come in. But to me, like, his superpowers and the way he comes off is not, a main superhero. So the way he's marketed as a as a superhero is kind of tough because um, you're talking about back what 80s or something like that when he came out maybe 
somewhere around there 60s yeah. 60 yeah okay i was way off see. oh that's all good yeah <laughs> but you're talking about the 60s we have a black superhero and um of course it's gonna be a little different for how he's marketed as a superhero so when you come out with the the comic books and everything like that it's hard to compete with like the supermans and all these other like elite um superheroes and because of their power uh the powers they, they possess let me let me jump in there too that that does make sense because a lot of ones i guess i like daredevil and he is his superpowers are real shitty right. oh well so yeah. you know yeah i mean really yeah and, and the thing about like with back so Panther, he's not very super powered at all well see like when he puts on that suit he does get like super strong like you see like he, he's able yes. to fight with like captain america and all these guys yes. and, and hold his own with no problem the thing about him too is also a master of like just all these different like martial arts and these different like fighting styles. So he actually can like, 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 uh, Batman. No, oh, yeah. Hand I mean, he, well, you get to Batman, he has no superpowers, but he's at the peak of physical human strength. The dude yeah, can bench but, like a which, thousand pounds. Yeah. Which is stupid. It, but it's stupid because there's no human that can bench a thousand pounds. <laughs> well, apparently there's and, one and guy if, out there. And if you could bench a thousand pounds, you'd weigh about five bills. Exactly. Easily. <laughs> so, but yeah, I get it. I don't, <laughs> we'll give it without this, tangent yeah yeah. so your top dudes are like spider-man uh black panther and yeah like i mean i really it just see that's tough because like you know you have you have a decent like selection and then like these movies come out and man you're like oh, no yeah I really exactly. love iron man and like oh the hawk is cool so i mean you, you have your characters but it's just like i mean spider-man is at the top of my list and i definitely like black panther of course no i get it it's, it's tough because across the board i mean you mix in a little dc and things like that and of course like you know you love you your supermans and you know i mean i like a lot of uh lesser like like i like shazam a lot really yeah because he, he can compete with superman the dude has magic magic superman no, vulnerable to magic, absolutely you know? so I, I love how they have other characters that aren't just supermans the supreme being and that's it you know? so yeah yeah i mean you know superman is kind of goody two-shoes too kind of like captain america yeah so some people do like the little darker side you know like you know tony stark's got the problem with drinking and <laughs> You know, Spider-Man, he's got all these issues going on. Yeah, which is why people love Batman. Dude's just, he's a superhero, but he's, he's almost like a villain, too. You know, the dude's cool. Super cool. But he has a vow not to kill. Not yet. Whoa. <laughs> so, number, so number two was the T'Challa becomes Star-Lord. Mm -hmm. You didn't like it that much, or what? I, I, did, I did like it, but I, for me, I thought the other one was better, just because, um... Uh, I think it was it was it was just done it was done better. The the T'Challa Star Lord was pretty cool. Um but it just seemed like he stuck way too close to being T'Challa Black Panther than he did as Star Lord, which is weird. To yes. Say. It's like I kind of felt yes. like, almost like he was like him like let me take a break from being Black Panther today. And I'm strolling over to be Star Lord for 10 yes. minutes, you know. So other than that, like I thought it was pretty cool just um it didn't sell me like Captain Carter sold me on Captain America. What else bothered me is it seemed like he was doing an Eddie Murphy impersonation of coming to America the whole time, didn't it? I mean, it's like way over the top. Yeah, like, we we get it. You're from Africa, you know. Right, right. It's like no, dude. That it was, all I could think of was Eddie Murphy. Yeah. So and especially when you know, um, you know, Chadwick Boseman's not voicing his character and he's dead, so it's kind of like you know, someone's just really trying to go a little bit extra in that. So that I mean, that part I just started laughing to myself because all I could think of was like coming to America. So we're giving this. Four out of five. Yeah, still really good. Um, I just like the Captain Carter one better than that. Yeah, I'm going three out of five. Ooh. Yeah, it was just average to me. Okay. You know, and I wish I liked Black Panther better. I mean, he's a cool character. Right. But I don't know what it is. I, you know what? It's, this sounds stupid, but I think costumes are huge. I don't, maybe when you're a kid, you know, it burns into your soul. Like, mm -hmm. 
the 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 bright red crimson color of Daredevil was mm-hmm. so cool. Mm-hmm. Or Spider Man, his his costume is just iconic. Mm-hmm. So I think it locks into you. And the Black Panther was just black. I don't know if they they could have done a contrasting color. I mean, I get it. He's a Black Panther, right? But I think if they would have jazzed his costume up a little bit. Yeah, see, I like the simplicity of his outfit. Um, but I think originally, like back in the sixties, like I just learned that that today. Um, back then when he first came out, he actually wasn't in like that that Black Panther suit. He's in like it was a blue gray kind of thing, you know. They, back then it was more of a it didn't have a just black on black kind of. Yeah, and I might be wrong, but didn't he have did when he wearing like like, a, like almost like regular clothes at some point? Like, let's go to number three. What if the world lost its mightiest heroes? Um, to number three, I didn't. I didn't see that one. Is a little, mysterious assassin is taking care of the Avengers. Yeah, that one's down the list for me, man. I, I and why was, is that? For for many reasons. Um, spoiler alert. Um, even like when um, so like when Iron Man uh took the dive. I don't like his suit warns him of everything incoming, and he he can't he doesn't notice when someone's an assassin on the way to kill him. Yeah, so the premise is there is a an assassin taking out all the Avengers. And right. Let me ask you this: Thor is taken out by Hawkeye yeah. in an arrow. Yeah, explain that to me. So he can withstand the punches from Hulk, but he can't take on an arrow that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fan of that either. It's just that that, that episode was a was a was a stretch. And then they uh they made the Hulk just blow up like a balloon. Yeah, like come on, <laughs> this, the, the episode is a they just there's it's a super stretch for me. And and I, I like yeah. I, I was on my phone the whole episode. That's how bad it was for me. Yeah. And what do you think of Nick Fury? Um, I like Nick Fury throughout all these uh, see all the the through the MCU he's really cool. Um, but uh, like I said, that that episode was just, just horrible. It was way too much Nick Fury, though. Too much Samuel L. Jackson. It's almost like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean. Like, they, make him his own character, which he is. I know. I get yeah, it, Nick is. Fury. But, but this is supposed to be the Avengers, so. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, even though he's, like, pulling the team together. And yeah, I get that. It, but, uh, yeah, I, the episode was too much about, it was about him and, and, and just the, the complete terrible demise of the, the world's mightiest heroes. Yes, exactly. The world's mightiest heroes. <laughs> through the hands. And we won't and, tell you who, who's killing them all. But. Yeah, come with spoil that just now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they get killed, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So what are you giving it? Yeah, that one's like two. I, yeah. I got two with that one. Yeah. All right, number four, what if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? The Number four, I, I enjoyed that one. Um, I thought it was pretty cool because I could actually be in a movie um, versus just a cartoon because, I mean, hey, you have the ability to go back in time. And if you lost somebody, would you not try to save them? And I thought it was really cool. Um, they did a good job with that. And um, uh, Doctor Strange is a super cool character, and he's he's very powerful. And 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 what else would you do if you lost a woman you love? Yeah, it reminds me of like um, Superman in the movie when he spins the Earth backwards. <laughs> Another str- super stretch of the reality they live in. <laughs> Come on, that's Superman. <laughs> yeah, I'm a pass on that one. Let me ask you this: He loved the theme to Star Wars, right? Yeah. Why don't they play the theme to Superman and all the other Superman movies? I mean, it's John Williams. Dun, 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 I mean, that gets you going, man. Yeah, I don't know why. I, I gotta be honest. I didn't know they didn't do that. Yeah, I know they didn't do it in the more recent one, but yeah, yeah, they got to bring that back. They should. Everyone loves. I mean, that's Star Wars. When you go to Star Wars, the first thing you see, you know, dun 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 dun. Twentieth Century Fox. You know, you see that. Yeah. You know, that comes in and then, you know, oh shit, it's on. <laughs> and then you see, you know, galaxy far, far away. And then it, 
it goes off into space and then the, you know i mean that's it that's star wars yeah. so i mean if they would do that to superman and bring that theme back yeah so since when do you create such an iconic theme for a movie and then never use it exactly it's crazy yeah, and i don't care if it's licensing rights whatever pay the money bring it back yeah figure Seriously. it out or redo it yeah they always, people always have a reason to no matter what i goes what well that's because it's like <laughs> i don't give a shit just make it happen absolutely yeah so let's give a rating to dr strange I, uh, four four not a five not a five so four. number one was so far, still the best one absolutely okay we'll wrap this up what if of course zombies yes I'm a big fan of zombie movies. I, I love I love zombies. And and so when I seen that one, I heard it was coming out. I got so excited. I'm downstairs with popcorn, waiting for it to come on. And what'd you think? So uh after watching it, I th- actually I thought uh I didn't like how um they're able to turn Captain America, Iron Man, all you guys into into zombies so easily when Iron Man can just fly away. He's got a he's got a metal suit on. They're not biting. So you're talking suit. a lot about Iron Man. I'm I'm taking Iron Man's going to be on your uh, Mount Rushmore. He, huh? He's up there. I, li- I yeah. like dude. He's a, he's yeah. a cool character, man. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I didn't like how they they. You know what's him. cool about Iron Man is is mm-hmm. is Tony Stark too. Oh, absolutely. The man inside. The yeah, scene. exactly. Yeah. So, so a lot of times, you know, you just get into the character, but the the beauty of Iron Man is is it's like two separate yeah. things. Yeah. You have the you know the cool playboy Tony Stark, and then you have the actual character Iron Man. Absolutely. Now, I, I, I do like uh, Iron Man a lot, um, but then I just, it didn't make sense to me how easily they, they'd have been, they succumbed to being, becoming zombies. You know, I mean, you look at like Peter Parker, he's able to, to survive that. Yeah. But, and he's web slinging, but yeah. he, so he can get away, but no one else can. Yeah. But in the movies, you know, they make Spider-Man a little bitch. Which is ridiculous. Oh my God. That dude is so incredibly strong. And in every movie he's, he, like you say, he's just. He's Mr. Trash. Stark, oh, Mr. I don't feel good. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. feel good, Mr. Stark. <laughs> yeah, he's it's tough, man. Because if you look at like his strength, like how um, in the previous movies he's struggling to hold stuff together. He, he's taking L's from like weak people, but then in the newer ones, he was holding the, an entire like handkerchief together, you know. Or you know when he's fighting Cap and in, in, in Civil War, and then he's he's it's like they they can barely compete with Spider Man. Yeah, I mean he's super powered. He has his spidey sense alone. It's insane. Yeah. His agility, his strength. I mean, yeah, they always underpower him. And that pisses me off. Which they do with a lot of characters. They always, uh, they, what we call it, nerf. Yes. They nerf a lot of characters. Um, because I guess if you make a movie, it's almost impossible if you have these people that are extremely strong. And then in the movie, you're like, well, he could just do this and it'd be over with. And your movie. Yeah, I get that. So, but, I mean, talking about nerfing and going back to the movies, the yeah. Hulk. The Hulk with Thanos. I mean, come on, dude. Man, man, this it's ridiculous. He scares him. He scares the Hulk back into Bruce Banner. Yeah, he won't come out. Yeah, and then that uh, Doctor Strange chick, you know, took him out easily too. Yeah, gave him a little little yeah. woosah to the chest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I tell you who else uh, got nerfed big time. Captain Marvel. Tell us. So in the uh, was it Endgame, uh, where there's that big fight out there, and Thanos is out there waiting for them to come, and, and they're fighting or whatever. Captain Marvel is gone half this movie for some reason and she shows up to fight Thanos. This dude gives her a straight left and she's gone into the funeral. Exactly. <laughs> Just disappears. Like, and she looks like, she, almost like uh, the Bruce Banner looking with, with the Hulk when he gets scared to his body. It's crazy. Let's wrap this up. Number five, what if zombies, what are you rating this? Uh, I'm going I'm to go forward with that one. Four. I'm gonna go four. I, I definitely the first one to me is still so the best. So number one, one was the best. 
Yeah, still the best. I mean, I really like that Zombies one because I love Zombies, but uh, uh, number one to me was the best. I'm going to have to agree with you. Number one was the best. Mm-hmm. And I, what I wish they could have done is had it hand-drawn. And I mean, I know it's a big deal, but right. if they would have had it, and I think they tried, though, to give them credit, but to have it hand-drawn like a comic book artist, you know, pick your favorite one, to draw it, you know, Jack Kirby, whatever, to draw it and hand draw it 2D to make it look like the comic books came to life. Yeah. Instead of what happened to me is, and I appreciate it, but to me it's almost like they took the movie and then just animated the movie. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Definitely going like a comic book way would have been really cool to see, but um, I, I still appreciate the, the way it was animated. For I do, I do. Yeah. But you know in the beginning, I don't know about you, but you kind of get excited in the beginning of Marvel movies when they flip through the old comics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you could somehow get that, that energy, that jive, you know, that vibe, whatever I'm trying to say, into the movie, the hand-drawn part. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess it's, you know, I mean, with that much drawing, it's almost impossible. It would take forever. But I kind of wish they could do that, maybe. No, that'd be super cool. You know, what I do is I, I play that beginning on a loop for an hour before I go bowling until I get pumped up. Yes, Yeah. exactly. That may or may not be true. But. Yes, I, I believe it. <laughs> and I believe Iron Man is your favorite character. No, no, Spider-Man, man. <laughs> You've been mentioning Iron Man way too much. Because he's just super cool, so, man. Yeah, and here's the other thing, too, I wish on this what if. I wish it would have been comic books and not the Marvel comic book universe. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just go in a different direction because mm-hmm. I'm kind of Avengered out. I mean, I like the Avengers, the movies, but this is almost like, oh, let's just squeeze some more out of these movies, you know, because they brought in the movie actors. I wish they would have went in and said, you know, what if... Peter Parker became Daredevil, you know, just did right. something like that. And, and like I said, tried to get someone to animate it hand-drawn. That would have been badass. But that, that doesn't mean they can't do a, you know, next five ones on something else. I, 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 they've done a lot with the Avengers. I mean, I'm still a big fan of those movies. I just think that what they should have done, what they should do, is stop trying to pack so much into one movie. You know, give other things time to shine and enjoy rather than, like in, in the end game, they have a, a thousand people in that movie and so you're trying to you know enjoy you know this character that character that character and you can't because they're in there for 30 seconds so what who would you like let's take a movie how would you pare it down for example um so if we're if we were doing definitely if we're doing in game i mean you got we got to take some of the people out of there i mean so who would you who makes who cuts and who makes them who makes the cut uh, or even with the characters you like in there, um, yes, I'd have to like so you would dial just back. Okay, some, go some, ahead. Like dial back some of like um, in some of these movies, I just they take get away from in game. In some of these movies, dial back some of the time they have spending on some of these characters because it gets too lost. Like with, with Fat Thor, ridiculous. Just they went too far with that man. They just they could have just you, we we know at some point in the comics like you know he he lost an eye or he, there's different styles. He's big. We know all that. Don't spend the next. 40 minutes of that movie of him having a pity party at his place with his yeah. friends eating pizza and, and, and online yeah. gaming. Like, are you really? Yeah. And, and like when they made the Hulk sweater Hulk, <laughs> Professor Hulk was ridiculous <laughs> taking selfies. You know, and the funny thing about that is that if you watch those movies, even like when he went back uh, in time to, to see the, the female Dr. Strange, like I can't remember her name. Um, he's a lot smaller than he used to be. If you watch that movie, yes. it's just, he's not the same size, which is ridiculous. No. You know, it's, if you look at the, if his um his size next to Thor, as as uh you know, the, the glasses Hulk and the, the clothes on, and then look at him in the other movies like when he's running through that ship. Yes, two different people. Exactly. So I, I don't 
So I just stay true to who it is and, and just, yes, just get rid of some of this crap that they have. Yeah, they, they try to appease too many people, please too many people. Just keep the characters the same. If you want to make a new character, make a new character. Yeah. But don't change the old characters. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, yeah. it, to me, it's jumping the shark. And it's always like on the old TV shows when they have to add a new character. You know, you know the show's going down. It's, it's taking a die. Yeah, when they add Ted McGinley or... It's like we're bringing these C-list celebrities to, to grace on television. No, yeah. Yeah. So what I would like, especially with Spider-Man, I love Spider-Man. I hated the Green Goblin. Oh, I man. loved Willem Dafoe was Norman Osborn. That, that part was perfect. Mm-hmm. But his suit was ridiculous. So I would like them to somehow, you know, like in that we were watching the number one, you like the number one the best. Right. And it had that vibe, right, of the, of the 40s. Yeah. It had that vibe of like a really good movie. The music went with it, the yeah. colors. Let's do that with Spider-Man. Let's bring back Spider-Man to the Spider-Man we remember when we were young. Mm-hmm. I'm obviously older than you, but you remember the older Spider-Man too. Yeah. You know, the vivid, the saturated colors. Yeah. And, and, and the Green Goblin is green. You know what I mean? He's not this guy in this tin suit. Yeah. Bring it back. Give, bring back that quality, that saturated colors, the... You know, Spider-Man had this sense of humor. Everyone, you know, talks about Deadpool. But Spider-Man was first. He had a ton of one-liners. Yeah, he's real witty. Yes. So the thing, too, that, that I think they need to change with these movies is how they, they try to make things too uh, real in a completely made-up universe. Okay, so, what do you mean by that? So they'll go through all the trouble to make, uh, like, the, the Green Goblin a real person so you believe it. Like, it's not a real goblin running around out here. Know, terrorizing people it's a man that has a suit in a universe where they have the most unbelievable stuff happening you know it's for me as, as a as a as a person who really appreciates comics and i love movies and i love to see them come to screen i hate when they go through all the trouble to like dumb down a character or to um you know make it so believable because they want it to seem real when most of that uh love you have for that comic or that it comes from a lot of that comes from how it's unbelievable. You I know, see what you're it's, saying. It's, it's a fantasy. So what you're saying is they they try to dumb it down or change it for the general public. Yeah, because people to, to enjoy it, but you want it for the fan, the comic book fan. Yeah, they keep changing things. You know, because it's all go, oh, that's not believable. So there's no real Spider-Man out here. There's no Superman. So yeah, I argue that the original is good enough. It's fine. And, and a person that's not into it, in fact, will get turned on by it. I think. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like Funko Pops. Funko Pops are what they are. And then you saw it and you're like, this is cool. Right. So if you showed someone the, for the first time a comic book character, and let's say you took it exactly the way it was made, you know, you had to do some changes. I get that. But you took that comic book, the essence of it, and brought it to film exactly like it is in the comic book. I argue someone would go, God, this is fucking cool. Right. And the thing about that too, so a lot of the, like Spider-Man, when he first came out in those movies, they kept his suit relatively the same as when, from the comic, right? Yes. But then. We, we, yeah, within reason. We, yeah. But, but it's, it's close sure. enough, yeah. right? With, so you do that, but then you'll come out with X-Men. Where's the, the, the yellow and brown or the yellow and blue yes. uh, Wolverine suit at? You just come up with this. The primary colors. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? That, that's the one that's really cool. Even, so even though you want to see him like that runt, that, that small, real thick, you know, muscular dude that's in that yellow and, and and, and blue suit or yellow and brown whichever one you prefer but then he comes out and he's wearing this black skin tight outfit and he's a slim guy 
I mean, yeah. you know, it's cool and all, but I just, I want to see something that's more, that's closer to how the comic, what I used to see in the comic book. Yeah. No, I agree. You know. And then now, which is even worse, is the overseas market, you know, like China, they have to make everything so generic that even if you don't understand the language, it's going to translate. Right. And I argue the comic books themselves, I mean, they were made, comic books were made for kids. Right. You know, and, and now we just, you know, everyone loves them. But, and, and back then we, we used for kids, you use bright primary colors, you know? Yeah. You don't, you don't use the subtle, you know, now they, like you said, they turn the X-Men into all Leatherman and stuff and everything. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, bring it back. And I argue it will work. I mean, if you look at, remember the movie, Dick Tracy. Yeah. Long Dick, yellow trace yeah, coat. Yeah, exactly. Hat. Yeah. And it yeah. worked. It looks it, cool. Just fine. Yeah. <laughs> X-Men look like yes. a biker gang. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, DZ, what did you think? Your first time on APP. Are you down with APP? Not at all. I want to come back. This is uh, <laughs> it's super cool. I mean, uh, I, I enjoyed my time here. I'd love to come back and do another show about something else. Uh, Absolutely. You have me back. I'll be no, here. No. I mean, I could, we could talk about uh, Spider-Man for days. Absolutely. I mean, I love Spider-Man, so we, we can do a whole segment on Spider-Man if you want to. You know, I got a Spider-Man Funko Pop. Back to Funko Pops. It's Spider-Man. It's called, uh, it, he has a plastic bag over his head. I'm excuse me. <laughs> a paper bag over his head <laughs> and a Fantastic Four suit on. You were in Huffing, were you, uh, before uh, the show? There's, uh, there's, it's in the realm of possibility. No, he's, he's got a Fantastic Four outfit on, and he's got a, a, a paper bag over his head, a brown bag over his head. Um, I, I, I may be wrong, but I thought at one point I heard that he uh, auditioned for Fantastic Four. Yeah, and uh, to be continued. To be continued. Yes. No, I love Spider-Man. That's cool. Yeah. We're going to have to get some Funko Pops here in the studio. Next time I come, I'm going to bring one for you. Whoa. Yeah, I got you, man. Thank you. God <laughs> bless you. Well, I hope you guys had a good time tonight on the most powerful podcast ever created. We just ask you one thing. Please tell a friend about our podcast. And until next time, you've just enjoyed the amazing pop culture podcast. Thank you for listening to the Amazing Pop Culture Podcast. The Amazing Pop Culture Podcast is available everywhere fine podcasts are found. Please leave a rating and review where you listen to podcasts. Like and follow the Amazing Pop Culture Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And shop our Amazing Pop Culture merch. This has been an Amazing Pop Culture Podcast production. 